Good morning. Today is April 13th, 2022, and you are listening to WRDW The Q. I'm Hannah Todd, and today I am joined by our Houston Terminal Manager, Jason Andrews. Hey, Jason, good morning. Hey, good morning, Hannah. So why don't you start by introducing yourself? Um, well, my name is Jason Andrews. Um, I am currently 51 years old, um, based out of Angleton, Texas, at the Houston Terminal. Um, I am uh, married, got three three daughters, two are grown out on their own, one is 11 and in the fifth grade. Uh, my oldest daughter is a teacher, and my second oldest daughter is a representative for CVS Pharmacy uh, on the insurance side of things. Um, You're not old enough to have kids that are adults, are you? <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm starting to feel my age, that's for sure. But, uh, you know, as, as far as uh, personal life, you know, we, uh, we have a family farm uh, north of Houston that we go to um, during – the winter months, mostly for hunting season and do some fishing. We uh, attend college football games at Texas A&M University on a regular basis. Uh, like to play golf. Um, we go on vacations to Orange Beach, Alabama is uh, one of the destinations we like to visit. Um, Florida is another one. But uh, other than that, uh, I'm here at Robbie D. Wood working. Well, thank you for joining me today, Jason, and I'm looking forward to getting started. So why don't we start off by talking about um, your facility and a little bit more about you and your career. So start by telling me a little bit about how you found your way into the industry and specifically to Robbie D. Wood. Well, it's uh, kind of a, a funny story, I guess, if you will. Um, back in 2003, I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer, and I was working as a water delivery person, delivering five-gallon bottles of water. Well, when I was diagnosed with the uh, cancer, I uh, had to make a decision, and I got into the logistics part of business and went into warehousing and learned logistical parts of the business. And in 2006, uh, after going through remission and chemo treatments, I was cleared and I answered an ad for a dispatch position in the tank industry and it's uh, been going up ever since. I did not know that story. So, That's pretty cool. It, uh, you know, honestly, you know, people, people talk about how bad cancer is and uh, I always joke and say, you know, that was a, it was kind of a blessing for me because I changed careers and uh, never looked back. So. Yeah, when you first started the story and you said, this is kind of a funny story, and then you said cancer, I was like, that doesn't sound very funny. No, it was, uh, it, uh, you know, when I was diagnosed, my doctor told me I had a 99% chance of being cured. So oh, wow. it, it wasn't a bad form of it, but uh, okay. still cancer nonetheless. Yeah, which is very scary, and I'm sure it was very scary for your whole family. We've unfortunately had several uh, drivers in the same situation. Yes, yeah, so, uh, you know, I, we have a couple of drivers that have been diagnosed in their past with them, you know, and I, I've, uh, I've, I've always told them my story and uh, said, hey, look, you guys ever need to talk about stuff or whatever? I know what you're going through. Uh, you know, let me know and we can chat. That's nice. Well, you opened the terminal in July 2020. 
since the terminal is open, what's been your biggest challenge and your biggest blessing? Well, um, you know, I met Jerry Busby uh, through a mutual friend in 2020, and uh, we had a meeting. And two weeks later is when I started with Robbie D. Wood, and I opened the terminal right when COVID started. Um, didn't know if it was going to work or not. I mean, basically, the United States shut down right when we opened the terminal, but uh, I kept uh, kept on it and kept hiring drivers, um, trying to find freight. Finally, that summer in uh, 2020, it kind of started picking back up, and um, I had some contractors that worked for me at another company that uh, I was telling to hold off, you know, come to me when, when we start our new contract with Olin they did um and haven't looked back since uh, those guys started bringing other drivers with them um and and you know over the two years this is where we're at i mean we're currently up to 48 drivers um probably 70 percent of our fleet are contractors um good guys all do whatever you ask them to do um they run anywhere in the united states some of them go to Canada. Um, it, it's just, it, that's been the blessing is other guys wanting to come work here. I haven't had to advertise. These guys advertise for me. Um, some of the struggles have been, uh, you know, rates, of course, um, but they haven't improved. Um, you know, hiring company drivers has been a real struggle because drivers are not usually wanting to leave the company they're with because of their benefits, their 401k packages, the vacations they already have stacked up. Um, plus, we're in Houston, um, biggest, biggest petrochemical industry uh, in the country. Um, these guys just don't move. But um, luckily for us, we've been able to hire company drivers um that live uh everywhere so that's uh that's also helped out yeah to your point um i just did the math 66 percent of your fleet is owner operators and you actually make up 20 percent of our entire fleet as a company which is incredible considering you've been open less than two years <clears throat> so it's uh it's gone by real fast i'll tell you that um and we keep hiring. I mean, I've got four or five more drivers in the pipeline that should be with us over the next two or three weeks. I uh, hope that's going to work out. Um, our biggest thing here is that uh, you don't necessarily have to live in Houston to run out of the Houston terminal. You can live anywhere in the United States. Um, as long as you're willing to run over the road, um, we can keep you busy. So, I mean, I've, I've probably, out of my 48 drivers, probably 15 of them live in the Houston area, um, the rest of them either live out of state, they live up in North Texas, got a couple guys that live in Minnesota, uh, Georgia, Florida, um, they live everywhere. But uh, we get them home when they want to be home, and when they want to come back out, we get them loads out of the area they're in. What would you say has been your biggest challenge since opening the terminal? Probably maintenance. And the reason I say that is um, because we do not have a shop uh, of our own. Um, 
everywhere I have worked or managed a terminal at, I've had my own shop. And um, it's it's easier to get stuff done, of course, in your own shop than it is in an outside shop. So it's, uh, you know, you're at the mercy of the outside shop price. You're at the mercy of their time and when they can get things done. Um, so that's that's probably the biggest struggle. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. And that's actually a really good thing that you bring up because we're going to talk about that more in a little bit as far as maintenance goes and some things that we've seen and heard and what you're doing about it. Um, what's something you would want our entire fleet to know about your terminal or your drivers? Um, probably that, uh, you know, as, as far as the uh, terminal employees, you know, we're all here to help everybody at Robbie D. Wood. Um, you know, if a van driver calls here and, and asks for some information, if we can give it to him, we're going to give it to him. If another terminal driver from Wilmington or Mobile calls here and asks for some information, we're going to give it to him. You know, we're not going to brush them off. We're going to try and help them as, as much as we can. Uh, the same goes with our drivers. Our drivers are willing to help out any terminal that needs help. Um, it's, uh, you know, cause that's what we do. And, um, we're also here to, you know, make the most revenue that we can for the company because if we're all making money, then then everybody is succeeding. Yep, that's the beauty of being paid percentage as a truck driver. Um, Absolutely. Okay, so one thing that I want to say, we're going to start with work count as far as general discussion like we always do. Your terminal has some of the happiest truck drivers and I want to tell all of your drivers thank you for taking the time to comment and say that you like the company that you like your facility and and why you do and I'll also say that to to your point earlier about your terminal um, local employees y'all are always happy like I can attest that it doesn't matter who I call or when I call y'all are always laughing it's always loud and boisterous and I think that that has a lot to do with the culture and and satisfaction down there and and how helpful you all are it it, it's an it is a testament to what I'm seeing online what I hear you know what people are telling me so kudos to you and your entire team well I mean I tell you one thing um of course, I handpicked my team, um, but we've all worked with each other over the last 10 years at a couple of various different tank companies. So, I mean, we're all friends on the outside, but we all know each other, um, know each other's families, uh, stuff like that. So, I mean, coming to work is like an extension of our own family, um, but we do have a good time here. I mean... You know, work is not supposed to be um, hated, I guess. Probably not the word I need to use, but, uh, I mean, we have fun when we come to work here. I mean, look forward to coming to work That's every funny. day because we do joke and laugh, uh, but, you know, when it's time to get things done, we got to get things done. Sure. Well, one thing that we have seen, you know, mentioning maintenance, is several drivers have commented on WorkCount that there have been trailer issues when they go and pick up a trailer that it's either out of service or it might be, have a um, VIK that's out of service or expired. What is your response to that, and what are we doing to fix it? Well, here at the terminal, we do a daily yard check of all of our trailers um, with VIK dates. Um, 
you know, make sure the trailer's clean um, versus dirty. We, uh, whatever's out of service, we put into the shop or get scheduled to go into the shop. Um, stuff that is not on site, we rely on the drivers to uh, let us know. I mean, the tank wash will sometimes give us VIK dates, uh, but for the most part, they're just telling us if they're clean or dirty. Uh, we do rely on the system to be updated, and we look at VIK dates that way. But uh, for the most part, we we rely on our drivers to to let us know um, if the trailer is out of service at the time of dispatch, because some things you know sometimes the system's not updated, um, and sometimes the the dates in the on the trailer might uh, be wrong versus what the system says as well. Um, so we do rely on our drivers. Um, as far as maintenance on a on a trailer. Um, we rely on our drivers to do a good pre-trip and post-trip and make sure that it is turned in or that somebody at the terminal is is, is made known of what the uh, problem is with the trailer because we will put it out of service then. Um, so we do rely a lot on our drivers. Um, one thing I will say about VIK dates is that, you know, the dates that are on the trailer are the dates that the inspection was done not that the date that they expired it's the date that they were done so some guys do get confused like that we've we've received pictures from a few drivers saying that the trailer is out of date when in fact the trailer was not out of date that's when the inspection was done so um you know i think probably part of the orientation uh by the shop is maybe telling these guys um information on the vik dates and how they're you know how they're posted on the trailer. And a VIK is good for what, one year? Uh, the VIK is good for one year. Then you've got your upper coupler and thickness, which is every two years. And then you've got your pressure test, which is every five years. Okay. And all of those dates are on the trailer, and it's a Correct. date of when it was done. Correct. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah, it's, um, it's interesting that you mentioned pre and post trip. I mean, it's not a secret that, well, either part of what I'm about to say, it's not a secret that it is a DOT requirement and everyone should be doing it. It's also not a secret that right now it's not a requirement on our ELDs as far as like stopping you from doing whatever it is you're supposed to be doing, but it will be implemented by the end of the year. So it's it's not optional as far as our company goes but it's not something that's screaming at you on your tablet today uh, or on your Qualcomm system. But it will be. It will be very soon. So um, hopefully that will help as well as long as everyone is taking advantage of that and not abusing that. Um, all right, moving on. Weight loss competition. We all know that we are in the well worth the weight competition right now. And our healthy tip for the week is if you're trying to lose weight, Keep in mind that you need to make sure you're burning more calories than you're taking in. So if you don't have time to exercise, no big deal. Just limit your calorie intake that day. It's obviously easier said than done, as I say, no big deal. Um, but, you know, also, if you're really craving that milkshake, go for it. But maybe on your 30-minute break, you pull out a kettlebell or, or something, do some kind of body weight exercises to burn some extra calories that you took in that day. Um, loves Pilot Flying J. You guys know that we have been working on 
um, doing some research within the fleet to see how many people have a preference on one or the other. We had a response last week of 10 responses. We have 231 active uh, drivers in our system, so clearly not enough to make a decision. You should be getting another text today requesting for your response. If you are not one of the 10 who um, responded on SurveyMonkey, please do that so that we know what your thoughts are, you know, one way or the other. Um, Also, shout out to Randy Gunner and Mike Yeager. I'm sorry, not Randy Gunner, Randy Witten and Mike Yeager for calling me and giving me more feedback. It was mentioned on WorkCount as well that um, Loves does not have a presence in the Northeast. Um, Past Pennsylvania doesn't have a presence in Canada. has a very minimal presence in the West. We acknowledge that. We totally understand that. And if we were to make a change to Loves, we would have to open up additional fueling stations in those areas as well as near our Wilmington terminal. Um, but again, that's something that we're having to weigh right now. Brett's response or his phrase was it, right now it's six, a do- six one way, half a dozen the other. So at this very second, we're still leaning more towards pilot flying J because it's what we're all used to. It's because they have a presence in all those areas that I just named their fueling cost is still about the same. We understand after talking to both reps that the rewards are about the same. But if all of our drivers are saying, no, you must switch or no, you must stay, you know, ultimately we are listening to you. We're asking you to tell us what's important to you. Um, Jason, do you have anything to add to that? Uh, I would just um, say, you know, if I, if I was a driver, for uh, Robbie D. Wood, I, I would want to voice my opinion because, you know, if a decision is ultimately made and, and I didn't have any input, uh, yeah, I can't really say much. Right. So uh, all all the drivers should uh, should go onto that survey and, and at least post your opinion on what you think we should do. Um. Next thing, rate increases. Um, We've been talking all of quarter one, basically, about the rate increases. All of those should be in effect by this week uh, for 2022. So if you're not already seeing those changes, you should begin seeing them very soon. Um, That was according to Brett this morning. Equipment update. We should start seeing new tractors this summer, um, end of June, beginning of July. It's unclear if they will be more for our van fleet or chemical product and PTO folks, but it's the expectation that it would be a mixed bag of all three. So this summer we will have some um, new tractors rolling in, and then we'll begin the mag- the magical music musical chairs shuffle. Do you have anything to add to that, Jason? Uh, no, not really on the equipment. I mean, I, I would like a uh, spare truck for the terminal. Uh, I mean, I know most, all of my trucks currently are running. I have zero spares on the yard. So uh, having at least one spare in the yard would, would really help out in case the truck goes down to keep a driver moving. So, uh, you know, that's that's my wish. There you go. Well, I can guarantee that Robbie Sr. is listening and most likely Brett and Robbie are listening also. So <laughs> you're you're hitting the right ears today. Um, safety reminders and updates Eddie Allison mentioned that uh, we had you know a great month as far as inspections goes he said that our CSA score update is our hazmat 
score is essentially the same. We had several good inspections, but we had one poor inspection. So unfortunately, that kind of kept the 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 score a little higher than what we're wanting. However, the crash indicator uh, score did go down, and um, that's due to some of those crashes falling off, as well as Eddie getting some data cue points r- removed that didn't need to be on there. So. Kudos to all of our drivers, though, who have had good inspections in March. We are continuing the Hazmat Awareness Month in April. So please submit your um, inspections as well as any auditing things or things that you see on the road for those gift cards that we're giving away. Um, Shout out to Becky Garrett. She received a $75 gift card for the month of March. Um, Jason, what do you have to add about our safety updates? Um, basically, I, I mean, I would just, you know, encourage every driver to do a good pre-trip and post-trip um, because that's ultimately when you're out on the road, um, you're the one that's going to be held responsible um, if you did not do one. Um, you know, be aware of your surroundings on the safety side. Um, it's funny, you know, just yesterday, uh, we had two drivers get hit wasn't their fault one guy was stopped in a truck stop on his brake uh a van came looks like he swung too close to the truck and took out his headlight another guy was up in new jersey running and a contractor in a tank i believe came over into his lane and did his front end uh putting him on the side of the road with that coolant leak so uh i would really be aware of your surroundings um you know leave some space for other trucks to get by um and just overall be careful uh what are your thoughts on the samsung samsara transition uh i i think it's a good thing i like the uh samsara unit um we in the terminal love the website um it's a lot more user-friendly than the Qualcomm website. Um, I think it's going to be a good thing overall. I think the uh, front-facing safety camera is going to be a blessing in the end. I know most guys don't like having cameras in their trucks, but uh, I think it's going to be a blessing in the end if something were to happen. Uh, Unfortunately, the the guy that was uh, hit yesterday in New Jersey did not have the Samsara unit, so there was no camera in his truck that I know of. He may have had a personal front-facing camera, but uh, I do not believe there was a Samsara unit in. Uh, in the same way with the uh, guy that was hit at the truck stop, he does not have a Samsara unit. However, there was another driver there that took pictures of the truck uh, for him. But uh, overall, I think it's going to be a good thing. I think the the drivers are going to be impressed with what they can do with it. Um, I've had several drivers call me and tell me they're excited to have the unit be put into their truck. Um, so overall, I think it's a good thing for us. That's nice. Do y'all have any um, Samsung tablets or cameras at your facility right now in case somebody needs one? No, we don't. We do not have stock on hand. Okay. Well, I actually talked to Brett about that this morning, and he said that Bruce is working on sending some of those out when he gets back in Dolomite um, because we had 60 units in, delivered, but unfortunately we've not had 60 drivers and tractors come through Dolomite. So that's going to help us 
get some more of those um, units installed sooner and hopefully prevent lingering issues in case people like the two drivers that you just mentioned are involved in accidents because we have had a a tremendous um, positive response from the drivers who have been hit who had the cameras in their tractors because we're just able I mean just like that we're able to dispute those claims and move on and the drivers can move on and breathe freely knowing they didn't do anything wrong because they know they didn't do anything wrong but they can't prove it so to speak Okay, um, maintenance. As a reminder, our FMCSA Safety Blitz is coming up in May, and Bruce wants me to continue to remind you to please keep checking your lug nuts, tires, rims, wheel seals, hubs, etc. in preparation. Um, Jason, you have anything you want to add to that? Um, I would just like to remind all the drivers that if you are given a roadside inspection, uh, Please send those in in a timely manner. I would say within one day, maybe two at the most, um, especially if you pass because you do get money for those. Um, so please send those in in a timely manner. All right. And Jason, would you like to shout out any of those drivers at your terminal um, for good work or most improved locally? Well, actually, I'd just like to shout out to all of our drivers out of our terminal um, and tell you personally from me, thank you your hard work and your efforts and your dedication to Robbie D. Wood and the Angleton Terminal. I mean, without you guys, we would not be where we are today. Uh, We look forward to growing with everyone, uh, making as much money as possible. We uh, look forward to taking on some new customers uh, as well, and we're going to need all the drivers' help to uh, make sure that goes successfully. Um, overall in Houston, we have a great bunch of drivers, um, really have zero issues with, uh, any of them. So, uh, I just want to say thank you again, uh, and continue your, your efforts and hard work for us. Yes, you do have a great group of drivers and not to single one out because one person is better than the other 47, but I would like to say that if I could pinpoint one person who got personal conveyance back for our company, it would be Mark William, who happens to be in your terminal. So I tip your, I tip my hat to you, Mark. I hope you're listening today. Jason, is there anything else you want to add to today's episode? Um, you know, I just want to say uh, thanks to Mr. Robbie and Brett you know, for taking a taking a leap of faith in uh, me starting the Houston Terminal from the ground up during the COVID. Um, I, hope I, uh, I hope I've done everything you've asked me to do. Uh, we continue to grow. Uh, that's the plan going forward, of course. Um, so, so really, that's, that's all, I, all I have to add. Well, thank you for joining me today, Jason. I mean, also, Go ahead. Also, I'd like to thank Jerry, Mr. Jerry Busby, for taking a leap of faith as well. I like that. Well, thank you for joining me today, and thank you to you and all of your team again for all of your hard work and all of your drivers for making my job easy with referrals and also to just all of our drivers. I appreciate you. I thank you for everything that you're doing every day. I'm proud to come to work and represent you and, and find other ones like you. This is going to conclude this week's episode of WRDW The Q. Next week, I'll actually be joined by Hillary Swenson, 
Hillary works for WorkCount, and she and I will be doing a deep dive on how WorkCount works and how it can work for you as a driver. I'd also like to have a driver on the podcast next week, so if you're interested in being a guest, please call me or email me at hannah at robbiedwood.com or drop a comment this weekend on WorkCount. Have a great day.